Hi, and welcome to this episode of my podcast, the IELTS and OET Made Easy podcast for medical professionals. My name is Kalsoon Butt, and I specialise in training medical professionals how to get the score they need in IELTS or OET so that they can get their dream job, take their career to the next level and start living their best life with their families by providing them with bigger and better opportunities. Before I start with the main topic for this week's episode, I just want to make you aware of how you can use this podcast to um, your maximum advantage. This is no ordinary podcast. You can use this podcast by uh, you can use this podcast as a resource in helping you um, improve your English as well as learning tips and tricks uh, about how to get the score you need. So. The first way you could use this podcast is simply listen to the podcast and get some advice that will help you in your IELTS or OET preparation. So you can just take the advice and implement it in your preparation. Another way you can use this podcast is to actively listen to this podcast to improve your listening skills. So use it as a tool to help you practice your listening skills. I do try to keep it short every um, episode. Uh, because I know you guys are very busy people, um, but you can use it for focused listening practice. Um, at the bottom of the episode, I have show notes, um, and those show notes is a complete. They are a complete transcript of each episode, so you can read the episode from the show notes as you listen and analyze the language, learn new words or phrases practice pronunciation, intonation. Um, you know, you could, you know, go back and listen to how I pronounce a word or how, you know, I have said a sentence and connected speech and all that kind of thing. Um, you can also, also, sorry, included in the show notes are some comprehension style questions so that you can use um, the reading transcript and use it for your skimming and scanning techniques to answer the questions. Um, answers are provided at the end, but you can also check your answers by listening to the podcast. This is by no means an alternative to the OET and IELTS official listening and reading, you know, test papers. This is just to give you some very general practice for your listening and your reading skills. So skimming and scanning and, you know, listening for specific information. Um, you can use it as a listening test and answer the same reading questions while you're listening. So you don't have to use it as a reading test. You can actually use those questions um, that I have in the show notes as listening questions. Um, I also include in the show notes a brief analysis of some useful words or phrases or collocations or idioms or something like that that I've used in the podcast. And I give a, a brief analysis of that. Um, so you're it's really important to learn words, phrases uh, in context. So the podcast provides the context and then I give a brief explanation at the end of what that phrase, that word or that chunk of language, what, what it means and how you can use it in your, your writing or your speaking, or just generally what it means, because some of these words can come up in your listening and reading as well. So it's good to know. It's up to you how you would like to use this tool, this podcast. 
Um, so yeah, it's entirely up to you. But do use it because it's free and um, it's you know available to you. So let's move on to this episode. What's this episode all about? This episode is all about vocabulary. Why you should be learning vocabulary every day, how you should be learning it, um, and how you shouldn't be learning it. More importantly, sometimes it's good to know how not to do something. You know, sometimes that's just as important as learning how to do something. So this podcast is relevant. For, this episode is relevant for both IELTS and OET students. So why is it important to learn vocabulary? Well, because it's in the marking criteria for both IELTS and OET. So that means the examiner will be paying close attention to your vocabulary and the variety and accuracy of it in your speaking and writing. It's also very important for the reading and listening tests. You know, in order to find in the reading or listen to the correct answers, you need to pay attention to synonyms and antonyms. You need to decide which words best fit uh, the answer to the question. So you really have to analyze the vocabulary sometimes, if not most of the time when it comes to the listening and the, the reading. You know, in the listening, you have to predict the answer somewhat. Um, and sometimes it's not the same thing that's written in, in, the, in the notes that you have in front of you, you've got to listen to a similar word. And the same thing applies for the reading. The question will often be a paraphrase of what's written in the text. So you have to be able to um, you know, use your knowledge of vocabulary um, and get to the right answer. So vocabulary is very important and a large proportion of your preparation should be dedicated to improving your vocabulary but you have to learn it the right way. There is a lot of advice out there on the internet that will tell you to memorize lists of academic or band line vocabulary or essential phrases to use to get a B in your writing or your speaking. All of that is nonsense. I understand that as a student, it's easy to get sucked into this type of advice. You are busy medical professionals. You have very limited time. Um, so what could be better than someone giving you a list of words to memorize and say, you know, words that will give you the score that you need? Easy. This quick fix shortcut mentality will not get you the score you need. All these methods do is distract you from what you should be doing. The real work, the work that will actually help you improve and expand your vocabulary and ultimately get you the score that you need. So why is learning these lists of words such a bad idea? The problem with learning lists of words is that you are only learning the words and the basic meaning. And that's not enough to be able to use that word confidently and accurately. You're not learning that word in any kind of context. You're not learning how to use that word correctly in a sentence. You're not learning that word um, 
and how that word changes when you're using different tenses. So when you use that word in the past, um, you know, you're not learning how that word changes and the spelling. And the same if you're using it in the present tense or in the future tense. How does that word change? Uh, the spelling, the pronunciation, you know, how does the grammar change around that sentence, around that word? You're not learning the collocations that go with that word. You're not learning the synonyms or the antonyms, so similar words and opposite words, which is really, really important. And you're not learning the pronunciation. The marking criteria for both tests, so both IELTS and OET, the marking criteria, although they talk about range, so the range of vocabulary, so using a variety of vocabulary, it also focuses on accuracy. Using the words accurately to convey meaning and being clearly understood, whether that's for writing or speaking. To be able to use a word accurately, you must know everything about that word. Um, and not only does it talk about accuracy, it talks about appropriateness. So to be able to use a word accurately and appropriately, you must know everything about that word. Learning lists may give you the range, the variety, but it does not give you the accuracy because you won't learn how and when to use that word accurately and appropriately. So what's the point of going to all that effort to learn the list of words that you won't be able to use properly in the test and will be marked down for? Um, so if you are right now doing this, you are, you've got this list of words that you got off the internet or somebody gave it to you, um, throw that list in the bin right now and listen on to find out how you should be learning new vocabulary the right way. So first of all, where do you find new words to learn? And then how do we learn them? So let's answer the first question, where to find new words? The simple answer is from all around you. So what do I mean by this? So there are, the, the vocabulary is all around you. So for example, at work, if you work in an environment where English is spoken or to some extent it's spoken, uh, whether that will be in emails or memos or in medical records or in any work manuals or any work procedures that are written down, that are written in English, read them, note down the new words or phrases from them, analyze them. Um, and when I say write it down, I'll talk more about how to record them later. But just for now, um, just record these words that you find and write them down somewhere. You can also actively look for new words in other free resources. So for example, the BBC website, bbc.co.uk is brilliant for both IELTS and OET. Uh, vocabulary. So just to touch on IELTS vocabulary, um, it's brilliant for IELTS vocabulary because the subject tabs at the top of the web page are all common topics that come up in the IELTS test. So technology, education, health, environment. You can read or listen to the articles or both. You can read and listen to them. 
and make a note of new vocabulary, especially those topic-specific words, words that are only used for that topic. For example, uh, in the topic of environment, words like greenhouse gases or carbon footprint. Um, you know, these are words that are specifically used when you're talking about environment. You wouldn't really use them anywhere else when you're talking about, I don't know, gardening or um, talking about your car or something like that. You would talk about it specifically when you are talking about the topic of, of the environment. For OET, the health, health section is great for the exact same thing. In any case, you'll be learning vocabulary in context, in a sentence. Um, so that's, it really helps you to remember that word when you learn it with some context. Um, another place where you can find vocabulary is TED Talks. If you just type in TED Talks, T-E-D, and then Talks, T-A-L-K-S, um, you know, you, it's a brilliant resource. You have people from around the world, specialists, experts in lots of different areas, uh, lots of different subjects, topics, fields. Um, and you can type in any subject of your interest, health related or otherwise. Um, and you can read and listen to the English and pick up new words. You can, you know, like I said, you can search for any subject that you're interested in, whether it's health related or not. Um, they have a really good transcript at the bottom um, that you can read and listen at the same time. And as you're reading, it actually highlights as you're going along when you're listening um, where you are in the transcript. So, and you can go back and repeat a sentence or a word. So it's a really fantastic resource. I may have to do a video on it and, and share it in the show notes. But yeah, use the transcript to help you find the new words. And at the same time, when you're doing that, you're practicing your reading skills as well. Um, use the transcripts from your reading and listening tests. So for both the IELTS and the OBT, when you do your listening tests and um, the actual reading as well, look at the transcripts for the listening and go through the reading and texts and analyze the language. Pick up new words from the actual texts that you're reading or from, if in case of the listening, the transcript. Pick up new words, phrases or chunks of language as well as the pronunciation. Analyzing the answers is also a good way of learning new words or phrases as the answer will often be a paraphrase or an antonym of the question or vice versa. So, you know, analyzing, you know, especially the questions that you get wrong. Why, you know, ask yourself, why did you get it wrong? Was it a vocabulary mistake? Did you misunderstand? Did you not know what the word meant or did you miss the word you know what mistake did you make what new words come up that you can learn that will help you for next time and of course you can also use films radio books newspapers magazines adverts um, that you see around you all the time you know when you actively start looking for new words you will find them everywhere um, you just have to make the effort. And unfortunately, you have to make the effort because this is something that you have to do um, as part of your preparation. 
So now you know where to look. What do you do with all these words and how do you learn them? So the first thing you need to do is you need a method of recording these new words. It could be just a simple notebook that you keep with you um, all the time where you can just quickly write them down. Or you could use your phone. You could use a voice note on your phone or some other recording app on your phone. Whatever suits your lifestyle and style of learning. Um, perhaps if you're, you know, um, on the go, you're driving somewhere or um, you're on the bus or you're walking and you don't have your notebook, what you could do is record that word as a voice note on your phone so you don't forget it. And then later on, you can transfer it to a notebook. Um, but, you know, you have to make the effort. You have to make a conscious, committed effort that you are going to find new words. So writing it all down, recording it in one place, this helps to keep all the words in one place so it's easy to access and review when you have a spare five minutes. So do it in a way that suits you. You know, record those words in a way that suits you. Create your own system of recording, but keep it simple. The more simple it is, the more likely you are to do it and, you know, consistently do it. Make this a part of your DNNs. Um, if you want to know what DNNs are, you need to go back and listen to episode two. So once you've written it down in a book or however you have chosen to record it, you need to learn that word by using a good English learner's dictionary, which you can access online. Oxford Learner's Dictionary is a really, really good one. I think Cambridge do one as well. Um, but uh, let's just take the Oxford Learner's Dictionary uh, as an example. It will tell you everything you need to know about that word when you type it in. You can either buy it or just access it online for free. You need to record down all the information about that word. So what, what do I mean about all the information? So the meaning of that word, any synonyms of that word, so similar words. So if you had to replace that word with something, what word would it be? Antonyms, which are the opposite to the word. Collocation, so words that go with that word in a sentence. The pronunciation, and this is a good thing if you access the dictionary online, you can actually click on the word. Um, I think it has a little speaker uh, picture. Um, and if you click on it, it will actually say the word and you can practice the pronunciation. And it shows you phonetically as well how to pronounce the word, um, if you're familiar with that. Um, you can write that down as well. You can also write down how that word changes with different tenses. So how is that word used in the past, in the present, in the future? What is the spelling? You know, how does that, how does the spelling change? Um, how does the grammar change in a sentence? You can also write down example sentences. That's why it's so good to actually you know, learn words from um, a listening or a reading because you're 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 learning that word in a context in a sentence, so you know how to use that word in a sentence. And of course, the spelling. The spelling is really really important. Um, you know, if you spell the word wrong in um, 
you know, even in the reading or the listening, the writing, you will be marked down. Aim to learn about five words a day, no more than that, because you'll find it difficult to remember. And it'll be quite a lot. Um, you know, if you do five a day over six days, that's about 30 words or phrases uh, in a week. Um, so that's quite a lot of words. Um, and on the seventh day, um, do a review, review those words and you know, just revise them, go over them and do this regularly so you don't forget them. So it's not just about writing them down and, and never looking at them again. You have to go over them again and again and again and again. Um, so, you know, this could be part of your DNN, you know, before you go to bed or while you're getting ready for work or, or something like that. You could use your that time to have your notebook or whatever it is in front of you and just go over five words that you did yesterday or, or something like that. Um, you could get someone to test you, write out your words for the week and then test to see if you remember them. You could get somebody else to test you or you could just test yourself. Just write down the words and um, see test yourself to see how much you remember do you remember the meaning the antonym the synonyms the spelling can you write an example sentence what are the collocations and and so on so you you know you got you can use um somebody else to help you or you could just do it yourself um try to be creative um when it comes to learning them um You know, when it comes to, let's face it, it's not the most fun thing to do, but it has to be done. So why not make it interesting? Um, you could use spider diagrams. If you're not familiar with these, um, take a look in the show notes. I have a link to a video where I show you how you can use spider diagrams to help you learn vocabulary and generally um, just how you should be learning vocabulary. So take a look at that extra video there. Um, uh, there's a few examples of how you can um, learn vocabulary visually. Um, it's a really good visual way of learning vocabulary, especially if you're a visual learner. Um, so basically, it's just where you write a word you need to learn in the middle of the page and you write everything you need to know about that word around it. You can also include topic related words um, and things like that. And it's a great way to learn new words as it's easier to look at and learn um, than just a list of words. Um, and it's great if you're, like I said, more of a visual learner. So using these methods, you are expanding your vocabulary in an authentic way, in context, with meaning, with accuracy and appropriateness. And remember the marking criteria criteria for both IELTS and OET talk about accuracy and appropriateness. If you don't know how to use a word accurately and appropriately, then do not use it. You have no business using that word. It's better to repeat the same words and keep your language simple in the test than try to be adventurous with your vocabulary and you get it all horribly wrong. Um, so I have a challenge for you. I want you to try and do this for at least two weeks. So learn five words every day. Actively look for the words 
and actively look for five words every single day for two weeks. If you could do more, maybe even for a month, that's great. Challenge yourself, commit yourself to it. Remember, you'll never improve in any aspect, uh, whether it's OET or IELTS or just generally in your life, until you push yourself outside of your comfort zone. That's where the real learning happens. See how many words you learn and how well you can use them. Actually try and use the words you learn in conversations, in your writing, in the mock tests that you do. Um, and see how you go. You'll be amazed how much your vocabulary expands. So are you up for the challenge? Just give it a go, really commit to it and let me know how it goes. As always, you can always email me at englishwithitutor at gmail.com. It's also in the show notes. Um, and make sure you look at the show notes and use them to your advantage, as well as the video about vocabulary as well. I hope you found this podcast really helpful. I'd love to have some feedback from you. Um, if you have any questions, you know, what did you think about this episode or the other episodes? Um, if you have any suggestions for future episodes, I would love to hear from you. Um, and yeah, make sure you subscribe and follow and share it with other people who you think may benefit. And I will see you in the next episode. Take care and keep going with your preparation.